0: I think people should this again personally, should get vaccinated. If they're one of these wild people who thinks they're gonna be filled with nano machines, well, the solid snake is gonna save us anyways. Other people just complicate my life. I don't like to get involved. wrestling podcast episode two thirty. Way, da, da, shit. Da, 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 da. and we've killed Steve. We are he's, <laughs> closing in on two fifty. His dicky heart has finally given in, and he's gone to a better place. He's uh, Mayo. He's gone to Mayo.
1: I don't think Mayo could be considered a better place than anywhere, except maybe Carlo or Leitrim. You're being generous now. I think at that. Yeah, be generous to Carlo By even putting it in the same fucking bracket as Lytrum. Um Yeah Roo. 2.30 but Yeah, it's only the two of us uh, We may have Nicky later Not too sure what the plan is there The old man will not be here um, So anything you want to say slanders against Steve Make
0: sure to say it tonight And he won't even notice Because he won't be editing this He'll just be slapping it
1: up straight in No kissing Yep, because he'll be too busy watching the rugby
0: yeah, mad for the rugby he is. Loves a bit of the rugby.
1: And we bit know of that High no might. A couple of sticks of high no might, please. Uh, yeah, we know After that bit. It's all getting. It. That's all getting cut out. He's. It's just bleeding it, bleeding it, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what
0: happened this week, Gordo? How was your life? Thoughts, emotions, feelings. Have you been cancelled this week yet?
1: I haven't been cancelled this week yet. I have been dying with a fucking. A, what a, some kind of a flu or oh, something? Uh, not the Rona. COVID. I do not have the Rona. How do you know? Um, because Can after a swab, being, after
0: being, your to find out
1: after being this close to making it two two years without having to have a test, uh, I I caved and took a couple of antigen tests this week because I was worried that I did have the Rona because uh, I I've felt like I've been hit by a fucking truck. Um, Every test has come back negative, so it is all Gucci, but uh, yeah, had a essentially some cut of a flu or something that's had me floored for the last couple of days, so uh, not, not been bueno, but sure, look, we'll survive. Uh, NFL playoffs are kicking off this weekend, so that'll be something to take my mind off it. I know you were saying you have other sports-related or non-sports-related viewing plans for the weekend as well, so, uh, you know, mm. we've... We, we move. How about yourself, sir? Anything wild going on in your own life? Have you pissed off any minorities or anything? Uh, I'm...
0: For legal reasons, I'm not allowed to talk about it right now. Um, yeah, I'll go through the courts. I'll get you. Exactly, yeah. I should know more in approximately three to five uh, working days, so... Hopefully, I won't be cancelled by then. But no, I left the house for the first time since Christmas last weekend. Oh. I know, right? I, I actually left it twice. I went out on yes. Saturday and I got a nice coffee in a shop. Ooh. And got to sit down and enjoy it. I enjoyed Look. it so much. I actually stayed and had a bit of lunch. It's like, oh, God, is this, is this what real life is? Is this what life used to be? Like, yeah. I know. It was weird. It was, I'm not going to lie. It was very. And it hasn't been so long since I've been out, but just Christmas felt like it was both simultaneously 45 minutes long and two months long. It yeah. was just good to get out and uh, do something normal again. I love
1: very semblance normality.
0: Yeah, very weirdly though. I was driving home Sunday evening from Clamel. I said, "John, I'm gonna order a pizza, pick it up on the way, and have it when I get home." Tried Domino's, even though I swore I'd never go back to them again. And thankfully, they weren't accepting online orders, so I wasn't going to go to them again. So I said, "Fuck it, I'll just order Apache and I'll pick it up in care on my way back." Wasn't the direct route, but it's not too far out of my way. Yeah. So I ordered it when I was leaving Clamel. Drove. To Care, Junes Blair and didn't think any more of it. Driving through Care and there was some sort of um incident or something, I take it, because driving into the square in Care it's fairly, really, you know, a big one-way street. I don't know where the build where lights. the bus stop is. It's literally where the bus stop is. Yeah. Uh, there's flashing blue lights. I oh, thought, fucking checkpoint at six o'clock on a Sunday. Fucking hell. Jesus, lads. Not it wasn't to do, like. a checkpoint. Uh, so there was a few cars stopped and there was guards. Bribing or diverting traffic and everything else. Like, oh fuck! Maybe there's an incident and yeah, but there was a guy lying on the ground and car not too far Batman. away from him and didn't think much of it. Think oh, he must have got a knock or something or got hit as he came off the footpath or something. Didn't think much more of it. Went got my pizza, went home. Found out the next day that he actually went to hospital and died that night. Oh, don't know <laughs> what happened yet. The story hasn't really come out, but it's very sad. Didn't look serious when it was there like it wasn't exactly a case where the car was mangled or anything but
1: yeah it didn't look like there was any massive urgency beyond like you know take no. care of kind of thing there was no you know the usual rush you'd see you know something like that seemed life-threatening kind of thing like
0: yeah no there was nothing really it was just very bizarre um, Oh, you just don't know how these things fucking work I suppose really no. is
1: the, is the way fucking it goes fucking so help. that was kind
0: of a weird start to the week where you're like oh I s- just passed through an accident site where someone ended up dying. That was fucking weird. Jesus.
1: And even... It's, it's a fucking week for... Because wasn't the old man saying they were only an hour or two ago that halfway through his journey home, he came across a crash as well. It looked fairly... Even saying his the one he passed looked fairly bad. So, touch wood, hopefully. Mm. All alright. But, uh... Jesus. Yeah, kind of puts shit in perspective, really, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, and obviously there's... We won't necessarily get into it because of details, but there was a fucking horrific accident, not even accident, incident this week in Ireland, where a poor girl, fucking 23 years of age, went for a run after work, broad daylight, and she ends up getting killed by someone out and about. Yeah. It's literally captured the, the nation by storm, the... Fucking horrific. vigils held across the country. It's it, It's very reminiscent of the incident that happened in the UK there. Last year was it the, police, for, the
1: police officer, wasn't
0: it? Exactly. It seems very reminiscent of that, which obviously got a lot of attention rightfully over there for just someone not being able to go for a walk or go for a run and be safe. <sighs> That's, That's sure fucking man. horrific.
1: And, of course, the usual shit. It brings out that not all guys are not all men brigade. Yeah, the ah, fucking just, worst fucking people in the fucking you know it, it it brings out the most insecure fucking people in the world with that sort of rhetoric every fucking time something like this happens. Mm-hmm. It's horrific. Um, you no
0: know, one, it's saying it's all men. Jesus fucking Christ, Niall, cop the fuck on. It's not you, cop the fuck on. Yeah, you know.
1: It's we not this, exactly. Way. It's it's not you, but uh, at the same time, reflecting on like yourself, you. is there something? Is there something that you could? do better in your own life around, you know, how, you know, if any of your mates are acting that way, you know, do you call it out or do you basically, not even necessarily full on, like, confront them, but even a, sh- a case of shutting it down, you know, addressing any kind of a inappropriateness and, you know, just lads being fucking dicks and making jokes that it shouldn't be shit like that. Something as simple as that can, because at the end of the day, it impacts people. That's
0: I know, and the, the, the big takeaway that I took from it is like, Man, if I'm walking down a street and it's dark, I'm fucking terrified that I might get fucking jumped or hit or something like that. And I'm fucking six foot three, big fucking dude. I can only imagine how amplified that fear must be for someone who isn't like me, yep. who wouldn't be able to defend themselves. Yep. And that's the takeaway that people need to come from it. You shouldn't have that fear. No one should have that fear, no especially in fucking broad daylight in the middle of a fucking town. Fucking horrific yep. shit. And it's really after pissing me off the more I think about it.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's wrong. It's horrible. Um, I hope they catch the fucker who fucking done it. And I'm normally not one for fucking death penalties and shit, but I think stuff like this, geez, I'd nearly be willing to change my stance on it. Um, Oh, whoever did this should
0: not see the light of day again.
1: No, there's not this life sentence meaning 15 to 20. This is life, life, you know, you take the life of another. Fuck you. Um, Mm-hmm. Debt by proper 12 That stuff could fucking kill you No joking That stuff is fucking horrific and Rot the insides out of you um, Yeah I know I'm just going to I won't linger on it too long But I know I said it to you last night I think back to A drunken conversation That was had the night of my birthday drinks We had here only a couple of months back Where it was Four of us here It was myself, yourself, Steve And one of the girls Who will remain nameless But uh don't even know how it came up in conversation but it was nearly four in the morning and somehow something came up about you know being out at night or whatever and she was saying that obviously with the exception of if she's going to like a pub or something where obviously bags get checked that she nearly always brings a knife with her and you know it's Mm -hmm. she has that fear and again she's someone who she said herself she's able to handle handle herself in a fight and stuff but at the same time there's Size differences. She's a foot, nearly a foot and a half, fucking shorter than, than either myself and yourself are. You know, um, it's it's a conversation that I think was out of my mind for a very long time. And just all this stuff for the last couple of days has kind of brought it back to my mind. Of fuck, this is this is the sort of stuff we talked about around that and around. You know, what can guys do to you know make if you know if you're out at night and you see a woman walking on her own, you know what can you do? so that she's like mindful of the fact that she could have that fear so be it something like you know walking across the road or just kind of making it obvious that you know you're getting out of their way you know none of this stuff mm-hmm. of you know walking straight towards them kind of thing and you know or even something as simple as walking out you know if you're walking along a narrow footpath or whatever you know, just take a step out into the road to show that you're giving them their space and you're you know that kind of stuff. simple little things but uh yeah, look, it's horrible. um I think, unfortunately, there's some people, that stuff like this is never going to get through to. But you know, if if some people kind of are a bit more mindful of how they are going forward off of this, it's a horrible situation. That this is what it takes for some people to fucking learn. But yeah, look, yeah. just hopefully, hopefully, there's justice for her family. As, as, at the same time, it's the most important thing. Because uh, if you yeah.
0: see it out, call it out. Simple yeah. as. Amen to that. Amen. Yeah. Because people can have their jokes and have their their banter, but, you know, there's very much a line that you don't cross. Yeah. Exactly. And That's sadly, there's, even like last week alone, this, this poor girl up in Dublin got her, pretty much her head kicked in by two boys. And they somehow managed to get bail straight away for something like 200 euro. So I'm sorry, enough. Um, if you're... And, and I know there's the whole innocent until proven guilty thing, and I very much respect that, but certain crimes, I don't think... Bail is appropriate.
1: Yeah, no, look, I think it's, yeah, as I said, it's It's just a horrible situation. It's, obviously, at the end of the day, there's a family here who doesn't have a daughter. You know, there's kids, young kids now who, you know, don't have a teacher, someone who they're obviously very close to and you saw the news stories about it. It's, yeah, it, it's horrible. Um, yeah, I think people just need to be more mindful and at the end of the day, people have a right to be upset and angry uh, yeah if you see this sort of stuff on twitter you know give people their fucking space and just be mindful of mm-hmm. be mindful of what they're going through except for opening up a lot of wounds for a lot of people I
0: don't, don't be a fucking arsehole don't be that guy
1: saying not all men just yeah. don't be that person don't be that guy they know it's not you fucking idiot yeah. uh, people. Yeah. I hate people. let's
0: move on to something
1: a little bit more positive Do You know what, I'm going to say something Those people are garbage And speaking of garbage Someone who's given their their gear in a bag of garbage Is making their return to WWE Jesus, I don't know if that's good, bad or indifferent Horrific segue (laughs) But It got you chuckling Ah, Wow It got a a pity chuckle Because it was that fucking bad Um, Nah, look, it's Yeah No, we need need to try and raise the tone. But, uh, yeah, no, look, it's horrible. Um,
0: Yeah. So Mickey James, Impact Knockouts champion, appeared on an episode of SmackDown last week, graphically, uh, being announced for being a participant in the Royal Rumble this year. Who the fuck had that on their bingo card for this year? Uh, Forbidden door. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to put a kibosh to that and say, no Forbidden Door.
1: It's... She's still Mickey, under contract. James,
0: no, she's a free agent. <sighs> Maybe. It may be, and it may turn out that something more comes from it. But for right now, I'm going to put uh, my own spin in it and say she's a free agent. They uh, This is her, their way of apologizing for the trash bag gate from last year when they... Unceremoniously fired her and sent her her belongings in a fucking black bag like the piece of shit that they are and this is their way of saying sorry for that here's a payday um and we will put you over on commentary pat mcafee fucking ledge bag selling the shit out of it that she's an impact knockouts champion on commentary hey mcafee's good people and that she's not just a champion all around the world. They actually referenced Impact Wrestling.
1: Impact Wrestling. And I hope that he sticks with it. I noticed on Raw they didn't mention her as Impact Champion. I hope McAfee doubles down on it tonight. Because at the end of the day, we've said this about him before. He doesn't need WWE. No. he's after <laughs> Especially after his contract with uh, FanDuel. FanDuel. Four, four year, 120 mil to a point where he just decided to hand out money. Yeah, because I think that's the kind of guy he is. You know, he he knows what he has. He has the life he wants. He has his house, mm-hmm. his wife, his friends, his shows. He has enough money to be able to live the life that he wants. He mm-hmm. doesn't need WWE. WWE is a hobby for him. He loves it. He's a fan. I'm really looking forward to going back and listen to the bit he had with Cena this week. Actually, because I saw one clip of it and it looks it very good. It looks very. It looks really, really good. But yeah, uh, they need him because he's one of the most entertaining things about the product. So if he says, like, I can't see Cole saying it. I can't see any. I can't see Cole saying it because he's a company man. I can't see anyone on Raw saying it because they'll just get yeeted. I can see McAfee saying it because he can get away with it.
0: But here's the question why would you not say it? Surely it adds more legitimacy uh, to her as a competitor if she is a reigning champion.
1: Yep, it adds more legitimacy to her but it also adds more legitimacy to the rumble insofar as it says competitors from other companies are wanting to come in and compete in Mm -hmm. this because they want a shot at our title. Yep. So it adds so much legitimacy to a lot by announcing her as a champ. Mm -hmm. I'd have her wear the belt down to the ring. If it was me, I would have her wear the belt. I would too, but I think that might be a step too far. I don't think they will. I think they might go as far as having it called out on her graphic. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Because that's not something the people in the arena are really going to hear. or Whatever. I don't think they'll announce it. I don't think the ring announcer will announce it, but I can see it being on the graphic. But I do have a feeling. I don't know. I, I, I think there. I think there's an outside chance she wears the belt. I, I wanted. Awesome. I want to think that they do right by her. So I'd, I'd like to see them have, I'd like to see them have the belt. I don't know. It's something weird. I, I, it's something small. I, uh, one thing I'll add to this as well. I, it's about the only one of the announcements that I was happy that they announced. Yeah. So touching on
0: that, we were live streaming at the time on Twitch. Gordo, in search of .tv here. forward slash DAWP. Thank you. The and AWP. Half watching SmackDown at the same time, and they announced I think it was eleven competitors for the Women's Royal Rumble this Something year, like eleven, yeah. Featuring, uh, but not limited to the Bella Twins, That'll help us all. Michelle McCool, that's good. That's very good. Kelly Kelly, that's, that's bad. bad. Uh, Summer Rae, that was amazing.
1: That's, that's good.
0: <laughs> and Lita, who's actually just been announced to feature on SmackDown tonight. Uh, oh. so that should be worth checking out I wonder if that's maybe to set up a match down the line possibly as well hopefully uh, either way okay it's just that. good to see fucking Lita on our TV screens happy yep. fucking days yep
1: um, Lita always been a big fan big part of my childhood wrestling days so well childhood teenage wrestling years I suppose
0: who else do you see being potentially in it because you know their uh, uh. roster depth isn't exactly quite good right now and should they
1: announce any more, or should we get some surprises? Oh, good lord, have some surprises, man! People, people tune into the Royal Rumble for surprises. Um, as for who else, I'd love to see Layla.
0: Hey, Layla.
1: She's just one of those who I'm always like, yeah. She's one that every year I'm like Surely she should make an appearance At some point Have her and Michelle McCool Come out relatively close to each other Oh yeah Have the Lakehold reunion Um, I don't know I don't really know Melina's always a shout For stuff like this
0: True Um, What about Maurice and Beth Phoenix uh, uh, they might have a mixed tag match on uh, it yeah I think they're going to have the mixed tag match so sorry I need to correct myself it's no longer pay-per-views it's premier live event
1: yeah mm-hmm. premier live event what the fuck oh what a terrible terrible company I hate them um P-L-E for short yeah I I don't see the two of them doing double duty Be, bet maybe Maurice no uh yeah I don't know I'm actually struggling like, for something in my head is saying Ronda returns at thirty. Ooh, now that would be surprising. I I think they're struggling. Um, I think I think they need a shot in the arm going into Mania season. And okay, gonna pa-
0: pause you there for a second because yep. the the internet is doing its thing with. Uh, Rumours for WrestleMania 38. And supposedly right now, the plan is for Charlotte and Sasha to be the match from SmackDown. And Becky and Bianca from the match from Raw.
1: I don't need to see either of them again. That was
0: exactly what I wrote beside it. I said, this is underwhelming. Big time.
1: (sighs) You know what? I I, I actually will go with something here. Have... A screwy finish in a Becky Bianca match in the build up to Mania, and have to be some sort of controversy about like, would they have Sasha beat Charlotte for the SmackDown title?
0: Now, bear in mind Sasha's out for about six to eight weeks at the minute because of injury. Ah, uh,
1: fuck! Well, there goes that idea. But how how's that going to work? Because that means then either Sasha or Bianca wins the Rumble. <laughs> Don't uh, want either yeah. of them winning the rumble. For me, for me, Rhea wins the rumble. Why? It I think it's the I think it's the the window to rebuild her is closing and closing fast. Um, getting her away from Nikki in time for the rumble. I'm like, okay, blow that off. Even have it be a thing that you can run through the rumble and have it be, have the blow off be in the road to mania and have it be like Rhea's big win at the pay-per-view before it which we'll get to in a few minutes um but have have Rhea win the rumble even eliminating nikki last or something like that or do something screwy that nikki right. almost screws her out of it or whatever but i'd have Rhea win it but by the way i'm looking at these matches is if you were to have a bit of controversy about both titles in the build-up to mania but have the two people who are holding the belts come out and confront each other at some point and have actually you don't even need to have uh, yeah no I, I'm i thinking title unification but I'm thinking of how to get there is basically what I'm hinting at
0: yeah but they're not going to do that
1: no because it's one less bit of merch that they can sell that's why they won't unify any of the titles because as soon as they do it's one less title belt that's going to sell on www.shop.com Hmm. Those, those two title matches have just killed any buzz that I have for the Women's Rumble this year.
0: Here's a, here's a thought for you now, kind of piggybacking on what you were saying. Uh, Charlotte has already confirmed she's in the Rumble. So what if the final two were Charlotte and Rhea, and Rhea eliminates Charlotte from the Rumble, and then challenges Charlotte for the title at Mania, and Triple H is vindicated that it all does pay off, and that Rhea does defend, defeat
1: Charlotte for the title at Mania. Oh, I'm happy. Simple shit, really, isn't it? Yeah, I'd be totally <laughs> cool with that. I'd be totally happy with that. Um, yeah, I just for for me, for me, Rio winning the rumble should be the no brainer here. Uh,
0: uh, I'm probably going to get cancelled. I thought she should have won it last year.
1: Yep. You want to it uh, for me? I was I was happy Bianca in the end and all the stuff with herself and Sasha. I thought it was very good. Title run. Itself a bit underwhelming, but uh, look, I was happy,
0: but having that piece of history of you know, Sasha and Bianca having you know, the first women's main event of WrestleMania featuring both women of color, a fantastic thing to be able to say. No one would doubt that, but in classic WWE fashion, it feels like a token rather than a genuine moment because the match was underwhelming. Bianca wasn't ready for it. Oh. That's not to say that Bianca is not good. It's just she's not at she wasn't at that level then, and quite possibly is still not at that level.
1: I I don't think she is. Um, I said I think she's got some spectacular moments in every match, but I just don't see the fundamentals of putting together a full twenty thirty minute match are just not there for me. No, um, and like there are
0: very few. I don't need this isn't limited to women this is very much a thing for both men and women there's very few people at the top tier of of talent in WWE that can hold a match together and that's because it takes a lot of experience to be able to do that like one of the very best two of the very best to to be able to do that right now are both AJ Styles and Finn Balor because they're both in their 40s although Finn might just be a bit shy of that but they've been wrestling for 20 years
1: yeah you know and
0: arguably they've only reached their peak within the last three or four years
1: and they've wrestled outside of the, the WWE and performance centre kind Big of bubble time. it's a, it's an issue I think with a lot of performance centre people so as you said it's not men it's not women it's everyone where it mm-hmm. just seems to be that they can train a certain amount into them but there's certain instincts and moments and matches that just aren't quite there for people that yeah. have gone through now there's exceptions um and there will be exceptions. Mm-hmm. But I think that for the majority of people who've gone through there so far, there's, there's always something lacking. There's nobody who's come out as just, this is, as you said, you're AJ Styles, you're Finn Balor, you're, this is this is the guy you hitch your wagon to, you know, you're mm-hmm. building a company, this is who you... Like, you look at the OVW class back in the day, you had Orton, right. Batista, Cena, Lesnar, Jesus Christ, Shelton Benjamin even, you know you look at those sort of guys like these were top quality you look at everything they do you look at the longevity that these guys had
0: And do you know what even though Roman Reigns has, has kind of found his character over the last two years I don't even think I'd put him in the same category as Balor and Styles yet in terms of being the main guy to, to hold a match together yeah, regardless has, of who their opponent is
1: he hasn't done it again long, longevity is, is the key to yeah. it you look at Balor and Styles they've done it everywhere over such a lot prolonged period of time, Reigns, as you said, this this run has been him finding himself, and as it's much time. as I've loved it, before you'd put him in that sort of a bracket, you're probably looking at me in another year of this quality of doing what he's doing before before you'd put him in that level. Um,
0: no, it, it the, the best thing that that um, I think New, New Japan do quite well, and they do a lot of things quite well. But is their young lions training program where they they have to go on excursion before they return and become full-fledged uh, stars for the company? They go off and they wrestle the likes of in an impact for six months or a year. Or they go yep. and do an indie circuit in Europe for for six months or a year. That is an invaluable experience for anyone. Yep. Not just because you're obviously going and developing as a person and meeting new people and new cultures and new experiences but you're wrestling different people week in, week out. You are you should be learning new things week in, week out. Yep. If you're in the PC and you're being trained by the same people day in, day out, wrestling the same people day in, day out, how do you expect to be able to break through the barrier and become a superstar? You're not. You're just going to be another, uh, you know, generic wrestler number 37.
1: Yep. 100%. And again... How are you there, going to be unique? Again, there'll be exceptions to every one. Um, again, I think... And he's probably a bad example because he's got the, the lineage and heritage of it. But I think Breaker will be one of the exceptions to it. But the fact that you can so quickly jump to someone who could possibly be an exception, if anything proves how right you are, <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that we can so quickly be like, oh, well, so-and-so might not be that way. If you're like, yeah, but your mind is already trying to think of who isn't like that. You well, know? that's it. Um, it it's it's, it's very because he it
0: stands out so obviously.
1: Um, as someone who's completely different Yeah, even comparing him to like Braun Bre- uh, Breaker versus, would say, fucking Von Wagner Like, yeah. oh Oh, Von I can see he's trying and by all intents seems like A, a nice guy as well From any accounts that, or whatever the people Have had of him
0: But he's been in the PC three or four years Yeah Bron Breaker's been there less than a year
1: Yeah He's, like, yeah, well, nice he's He's a, he's a, he's just a stud. Though. He's he's someone he could like he could have fit into like any era of the last 25 30 odd years. So if you look at this like the mixture of everything he's got, he's Yeah. He he he's, he's got potential to be generational.
0: Um Oh, completely agree. Now don't get me wrong. It doesn't warrant his character yet, but that's just yeah. a personal preference. You can't deny his natural ability and the fact that you just know he's only going to get better.
1: Yeah. Uh, the ceiling for him is insane Uh, likewise I look on the flip side and size wise and everything is very similar I think the same award law on the AEW side 100% Um, I think I think he's going to be the big star and we said it since the early days I think he's going to be a bigger star than the majority of the lads I see as the pillars Uh, because I think with the way he fight wrestles and stuff I think he's got I think he has a chance for more longevity in him Uh, and the fact that he looks larger than life
0: yeah he's got that explosivity kind of factor you know it's like they often, the quote is, you know, if you walk past someone in the street, you think, ah, Jesus, they're, they're nobody, I could take them. You walk past a Wardlow or a broad breaker in the street, and you're like, that dude would fuck me yeah, up. He would fucking end me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh... well, That's it. That, that's the way it, it should be, because you need certain people like that as a selling point for your company. Yeah. And they've, to their credit, and I will say that genuinely, they've booked Wardlow very well because they've kept him as a monster, within two and a half years of the company starting and him being on telly pretty much every week and nobody's lost interest because they know that it's coming
1: yeah it's it's the reverse of the thing in the Simpsons where the little guy hasn't done anything and you know it's going to be good (laughs) every time every time Wardlow's out there like oh but the big guy hasn't killed anybody yet and you know it's going to be good yeah Um, he had a very good show this week I know I'll get to it later just uh, he had a very good show when he was on uh, his match with Punk this week so it was very very good um but yeah, again, look, there are exceptions, I think. Um just kinda of tie back to what you said, to I said a lot of what's in WWE at the moment, there isn't that there isn't that all round person. There is there isn't those all round mechanics, start to finish of a twenty five, thirty minute match. I can't see anyone that's coming through the WWE system now. Or to be fair, most of the AEW system either. I'm not gonna say it's all anti WWE That can do what the likes of, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan and Hangman done a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Like, how many people could you see going out there now? And again, that'll come with time. But you don't put people in that position until they're ready to do it. Absolutely. Um, And with WWE, they have a habit of putting people in positions for the sake of making a moment when the person isn't ready for it. Oh, Um,
0: it fucking grinds my gears so much. Yeah. And... Um. Like, (laughs) and not even that, it's just poorly booked moments of that, you know, being able to say, you know, first time ever this and, you know, historic that, you know, that is genuinely a fantastic thing to be able to say. And, you know, no one should take away the fact that that is an important feature. But with that being said, it's historic for a reason. Make it even as, make it as big and as bold and, and as impressive as you can be. You know, and I, I'll harp on about this. Big E winning the title for the first time. Xavier Woods winning King of the Ring. Those two things were giveaways. Yeah. They were layups. And they, I, I consider them shit in the bed with both. Yeah. And I think while Woods is still kind of on the shelf because he's literally on the shelf now with an injury. Say, uh, <laughs> the yeah. The Big E title run, I would consider to be a big flop. Nothing came from it. He hasn't looked strong with it, despite you know Paul Heyman giving a good promo after Lesnar came back. It yeah. it's very very underwhelming, and that's that's a sad thing to do because Biggie has all the potential in the world, you know. And what's more impressive about Biggie is the fact that everyone loves him. There's not a bad word to say against it, the person Biggie. So not Even only does he have the outside. talent to back it up, he looks the part. He's well-liked and well-respected by everybody. Fucking book him to be a good, strong champion. There's no reason not to do it. It's
1: the problem though. He's. It's a weird thing with the company. I, I was trying to think back. How many people have had ridiculously strong, with the exception of Drew, I think it's probably the only exception I could think of in recent memory, first title reigns who can you think of had, like in recent memory just had a really good prolonged strong first title reign because all they seem to know how to mm. book is champ loses up until the pay-per-view and then champ wins
0: even look at Bianca since she won the title at Mania all the way through to losing it to Becky at SummerSlam yeah can you name one title defense that she had that was good
1: nope I can't even tell you one defence. Yeah. You've actually... You've beat me to something I was just about to hint at. Or not even hint at I was going to talk about. When we're talking about the moments, they seem to force people into moments rather than having builds to stuff. And I think the organic build means so much more and resonates so much more with people Mm -hmm. because I think back to this time last year and with the exception of Bianca winning the Rumble... Can you remember a single thing that happened between her and Sasha on the Road to Mania? <laughs>
0: yeah, only because it was so bad. Their fucking tag team title match where can they coexist? Oh fuck. They Conveniently cut from the video package.
1: I'd forgotten about that. I only I, remember because it was so bad. Because yeah, I'd actually forgotten about that. Because the only the only thing I was I was going to counter it with was I to this day can still remember one of the greatest segments of Raw in the last ten years the raw before mania 35 where you had sasha or not sasha charlotte becky and ronda with the getting arrested segment i fucking (laughs) loved it i thought that was amazing you know but they had all that stuff they had the back and forth they had all the tension between ronda uh you know between becky trying to nearly say that charlotte was stealing her trying to steal her thunder and worm her way into it. it it just seemed to have absolutely everything Mm-hmm. Then they had the six man tag or six woman tag against the riot squad I believe and it was uh, they even had to put in the condition that if any of them walked out that they were going to get removed from the main, the main event that was worked into it and I can still remember all this stuff what three years on nearly three years on mm-hmm. but I can't remember a single thing that happened and in they the build up to a match last year They almost
0: lucked into that Triple Threat main event like.
1: Yeah, no, that's it. I also still think it should have just been uh, Becky versus Rhonda. But look, it worked out the way it did. They ran with what they could. They booked it as well they could. And it had stuff that was memorable Mm -hmm. because it was organic. And it it felt that and people resonated with it. Last year, we had an amazing moment. It was powerful, it meant a lot to a lot of people. I can even still remember reading Twitter that night, seeing how much it meant to a lot of people, and that was beautiful, it was heartwarming.
0: Okay, so let's look at but the... But as a recent fan, recent the Champions build wasn't fucking then. there. But let's look at the champion since then. You know, Becky won that triple threat at Mania. She carried that belt for an entire year before dropping yeah. it to Asuka when she got pregnant. She got pregnant, yeah. Now she sh- now, With Captain Hindsight You know available She should have dropped it To Shane at Maynay Which I think yes. We were all a bit surprised That she didn't yeah. uh, Even with the, the way the story was booked And it What was it It was a terrible Roll up finish Or no it was the The back roll From the car the clutch Back roll from the clutch
1: Yep The usual the one That they always use I I love it's it The terrible. first I love it when it's used Sparingly But they've used it To beat it so many times That it's after losing all meaning
0: Yeah so you'd ask her then had the championship because she won the Money in the Bank 2020.
1: That was a great Money in the Bank.
0: It, it, it was a Money in the Bank. Uh, I loved sure.
1: it. I loved it. It was amazing.
0: I'll give him credit for trying something new and original. I, I won't criticize him for that. There was some god-awful spots in it. Um, Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke, yeah. <laughs> um, Stephanie McMahon coming in for a cameo. It's on the roof.
1: That was clearly filmed at a completely different fucking time, by the way. You, like yeah. the camera cuts on it were terrible.
0: Uh, so, who defeated Asuka for the title? In I want to say it was Charlotte.
1: Uh, yeah. It sounds about right for it to be Charlotte. Yeah.
0: Raw Women's Championship. Uh, yeah, I have a school. feeling. Asuka, not Sasha. Uh, do, 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 do. Banks won by oh, count
1: it. Count out. Oh. Countout Countout once. Yes We we nominated that for 24-7 Yeah, yeah. It was the
0: yeah. Sasha Bailey run
1: Yeah That's all yeah During the COVID era When there was no fans Yeah Because then Asuka went back off For like a month later At SummerSlam And then held it yeah. Until she lost to Ripley at Mania Were you
0: Asuka at Mania?
1: Yeah Yep, How do Ria, I not remember this? Rhea asking at Mania. Um, then she dropped it to Charlotte at Money in the Bank, if I
0: remember. Yeah.
1: And then Nikki I'm cashed Nikki in. Nikki cashed in, Charlotte won it back. And then they done the swap over with Becky since. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Dear
0: God, there's some terrible booking for title changes.
1: Yep. They've they've made a fucking mockery of that title ever since one of the best bills to a mania match I've had in God knows how long.
0: So yeah, like in that time span, you've had the title change hands by a literally changing hands. Yeah. The the, the draft swap. You've yep. had a fairly sh- what I would consider a shit money in the bank cash in because fuck's sake, Nikki. I'm not even calling Nikki yet. Nikki fucking. Cross shouldn't have fucking won that money in the bank And she shouldn't have been able to cash in so easily on Charlotte You had Asuka lose another Wrestlemania match Albeit to Rhea Ripley which was good for her Bad for Asuka Fuck's sake Asuka deserves so much more You had the fucking Asuka losing it by count out Which a load of fucking bollocks as well I was
1: shite itself
0: uh, and you had another championship reign for Sasha Banks, where she wasn't able to successfully defend it once. Yep, that sounds that about right. A fuck ton of shitness in there.
1: Excuse yep. my French. And to be fair, I think if you look at the SmackDown side, it's pretty much been all because obviously that Becky Charlotte match with Ronda was of titles round the line, and I'm pretty sure the SmackDown title has been basically Charlotte Bailey and Sasha. Up, Bianca won it who then dropped it to Becky, who then handed it over to Charlotte. So yes. even at that they've barely left it leave the horse women couldn't trust any of the rest of the roster. Um, but and, this, fair, like- and this was a time when you had the chance for Ruby Riot to hold it. You had a chance for Ember Moon to make a big return from injury and win it. Mm-hmm. You had you had chances to put people to put people up on that level and they haven't done it because they don't trust any of them to do it. And they wonder why yeah. he did the division Despite having so much talent, people are starting to look at it as a bit of an afterthought again. Well, that's it. It's, it's
0: fucking crazy. Uh, um, but- so, yeah, so that was what it was. Becky dropped the SmackDown Women Championship to Charlotte when Charlotte moved over to SmackDown, and Becky had to stay on Raw. And Bailey, Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, Bianca, Becky, Charlotte. Yep. Now, I, I said when we were doing the the Golden Gordos last week or the week before last that Becky Lynch was my women's wrestler of the year even though she was only there from August 21st to the end of the year. She's the only one who's meant anything. Quite literally you know in in a world where Bianca won a Wrestlemania main event you had Charlotte being a a multiple time champion throughout the year.
1: You forgot Rhea won the women's title at Mania. Legitimately forgot that that happened. That's how bad the women's division WWE has been in the last year.
0: And also how much I fucking despised how Becky came back and won the title in 23 seconds or whatever it was. Yeah. The fact that Becky is back and she has not lost any of her luster or intrigue at all just shows you how much they missed her. And how they're they're trying to make her lose it at how incapable they are of making anyone else seem relevant. Yep. And like you said, they're trying their fucking hardest to ruin it by turning their heel when clearly the fans don't want to do it. <sighs> what are we supposed to do here? What, how are we supposed to let this breathe? What are we supposed to believe in here?
1: Uh, you just can't. You, you, you can't have any faith in this company and how they book people. It's... The booking is God. The company is struggling to remember how to make wrestling um, so
0: if they go with this supposed main events of Sasha and Charlotte and Bianca and Becky what's the turnaround like how can they make these relevant obviously the the Becky and Bianca you know
1: it pretty much writes itself you know it's yeah but it's, it's also been dragged payback out,
0: story from SummerSlam
1: that also means it's been dragged out for eight fucking months
0: and it's one of those matches where neither should effectively lose no you know but ultimately they're going to book Bianca to win it again at Mania to try put her over as being yeah. this underdog babyface that just had a crowning moment against the big bad Becky Lynch she should not when be that <laughs> th- this is going to be in Wrestlemania in fucking Dallas Texas or whatever outside Dallas it is uh Arlington isn't it Arlington Texas with arguably you know up to 100,000 people there potentially do you think that if there's a hundred thousand people in Arlington, Texas, with the potential of international fans back at
1: Mania again, that
0: Becky's going to get booed and that Bianca's going to get cheered? Wake the fuck
1: up, Becky. Becky's going to get a ridiculous fucking reaction in that place, no matter who they put her up against. Um, that's, not to say that, and, that's not to say that Bianca's going to get booed if they do it, but Becky's going to get fucking cheered.
0: Well, I'm going to say that Bianca will get booed just by default,
1: you know, because uh, yeah. she's
0: facing on, she's taking on, she's facing the, Becky. The super baby face. Yeah. And then if they do call in Audible, or if they do even change the plans in the lead-up to that match and have Becky win, well then what the fuck does that do for Bianca? Point?
1: It's point. It's weakened Bianca even further. Um, yeah, they, they can't. Um, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Um, I think they feel that they have to have Bianca in a title match at Mania this year. I don't necessarily think they do. Yeah. Um, like, what's, what's to stop them trying to go with, you know, have Becky and Charlotte hold the titles into Mania, but have them both go up against new people? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, as you said, Charlotte, Rhea. Rhea gets her revenge. You move Rhea across the SmackDown, and the SmackDown yeah. title is, you know, have her go on a bit of a reign of terror, have her face new people, have mm-hmm. her have her contenders not be the horsewomen. Yeah. Try make the Smack, try and make the SmackDown women's division not be about the horsewomen for the first time in three years. Because even when... Bianca was the champ last year. It was always against them. And, but do you do know what? It, everything in her run has always been against them. They haven't been able to do a women's Smackdown that hasn't involved any of the horsewomen in over three years. That's fucking shocking. It
0: is. But again, I'm going to look at it from a different point of view. I I, I
1: don't think the fact that
0: it's all surrounding or it's all revolving around the horsewomen is a bad thing. But where they've failed miserably is that It has been about the Horsewomen for the last three years, but they have failed to make any other stars as a result.
1: Oh, that's, yeah, that's what I mean, is, you know, you you have to bring other people up to that level and they haven't been able to do that. So that's why I nearly forced the hand by making it about other people now. Like, the only way...
0: The only way this whole Bianca-Becky thing can make sense is if they do a double turn between now and Mania. We've said it, we've cried about it. Bianca Belair is a perfect heel. Yeah. She's the arrogant heel who thinks she's better than everyone else. God knows it's in her fucking name and moniker and fucking theme music. How are we supposed to believe that this is a baby face? Yeah. Just because she smiles and smacks her ass?
1: She twirls like, her hair around though. Oh, that's oh, the hair. I forgot about twirls, the hair. She twirls her hair around good. She whips people with her fucking hair. How is that a face move? <laughs> uh, and then just let people enjoy Becky.
0: And then have the heel screw Becky and she'll get fucking monster heat from it. It's yeah. the heat that you cannot buy. And it's the heat that you want to get. Right now,
1: Bianca's it? close to getting the go away heat. I've just thought of something and it ties back into what we, how we got onto this ridiculously long tangent. Surprise for the fucking rumble. Lacey Evans. Has she had her kid yet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. When did she do that? uh oh a couple of months back pre-christmas like Ah, oh, jesus christ give her a bit of time to have the fucking kid gordo no no i like i i mean like a couple of months pre-christmas
0: oh okay october yeah rumble is end of january jesus three months that's very fucking close for a, a
1: return yeah that's the sort of time that people were talking of becky coming back
0: yeah, well, I suppose it we're the wrong people to be fucking talking about it, but yeah, you know, if, if she's all well and good and happy and ready to come back, fair enough. But I
1: don't mean I don't mean she makes a full turn, full time comeback. It's you know, are you able to take one bump over the top rope, or mm. maybe take a bump or two in the ring? You know, are you able to, yeah, yeah. you know, just hear the music? You know, get a bit of a reaction, now, now. then head off for a couple of weeks, set up something for you know a couple of months down the line when she is ready to come back full time. Um, no it's, it's always a possibility. And also um, that music. Do you have it as your fucking ringtone still? Uh, it's one of my. Alar- it's my loud alarm in the morning. I have a <laughs> couple of like standard alarms, but that's the lat like because the audio file of it is so loud on the phone that like if I sleep through that, there's something fucking wrong with me. So uh, yeah, I'd already set that around about like five minutes after I should be getting out of the bed. So it's like yeah, go to get move your fucking arse, come on, like. Um, and
0: you know who is a potential surprise return actually for the Women's Rumble is Paige. I've heard it mentioned that that's oh, possible. Is
1: everyone getting fucking cleared these days? Well,
0: speaking of which, Corey Grace has been removed from the no contact list. Uh, that's something they're extremely strict about in WWE. If you're on that list, you cannot get
1: physical at all. I, you see, I I thought that that might have been the case when he won the title a couple of weeks back, the 24-7 title. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling that there was something, because so it's like, that was weird. And I think we might have said at the Times it was strange that he was able to get physical with anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Rumour is apparently he was cleared at some stage last year. Okay. And now, if you were <laughs> Corey Graves, would you want to leave your cushy gig as a co-commentator, presenter? And potentially go back into the world of uh, an active talent and get released in three months' time.
1: He might not leave a full time. I wouldn't be surprised to see him kind of try and push. You know, to be like, "Hey, look, can I do a program? Maybe even a program with Mela?" Um,
0: oh, Triple Threat at Mania.
1: Oh God, don't, don't, don't! The fuck Graves em. versus the Mizes versus the is. The fucking it-couple versus the grit-couple versus the shit-couple. Um, <laughs> uh, Steve, there's your title for the episode. Yeah, you're <laughs> fucking welcome. Uh, yeah, no thanks. Um, but yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised to see him want to try and do a... You, you know, go out on his own terms. Is
0: he Literally. going to do the um, the Jerry Lawler rumble entrance from the commentary table?
1: Why Why isn't he wearing pants? <laughs> <laughs> you know it to be true. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I won't be opposed, but look, he was look, he was never a great wrestler. He was he was something very different to a lot of what they had in the early NXT days, so he stood out. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd be cool with seeing him getting a run. Just uh, as I said, I I not want him to be going back full time, uh, and I don't know if. I think it'd be tough for him after being out so long to get his body to the conditioning to go back full time. Why wasn't he wearing <laughs> his was pants?
0: His, <laughs> his balls was hot. Uh yeah, to be fair, I've never seen him wrestle. He had finished up before I'd started watching oh, NXT. Yeah. And I'd say there's an awful lot of people, obviously, because not everyone watched NXT, so even if he does go into the Rumble, people would just be surprised. It's like, oh, the announcer guy, he's uh, he's doing the wrestling now. They won't necessarily understand that he he was a a talent and back in the day.
1: Yeah. Himself and uh himself and well Neville. it was Neville at the time, but it was Pac. Himself and Matt poor Adrian Neville. Yeah. Or uh NXT tag champs. And then he turned on him, I believe. The uh, evil Bastard Man. Yeah, evil, evil bastard man. But yeah, look, it would be something different. I'd be totally cool with it. Something to change things up ever so slightly. Um, um so NXT
0: Gordo, apparently now Bruce Pritchard is running the roost over um booking in storylines.
1: So he's going to be the man responsible for fucking up brown Breaker, 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 Breaker. Get so down. Triple
0: H, pre- Triple H has been completely deballed. defanged. Triple H to Impact confirmed. Like I know Triple H is obviously tied to the company, you know, in many many ways. But hey, look, poor whatever dude must fucking
1: Ste- hate life. whatever him and Steph are into in their spare time is none of our business. <laughs>
0: of curious now but no the uh I'd say he must be pissed he's gotta be pissed with the way that's all worked out with NXT he's put so much time and effort into that building up something which has been a resounding success in my mind
1: people loved it you know what people say fair, whatever about the numbers it was doing but people fucking loved that show I think uh,
0: what he was building there would have eventually been become a genuine equal to raw and smackdown if he wasn't forced to push it to a two-hour show and push it onto primetime tv straight away without being given like the proper time and resources into it
1: oh yeah if if he was if he was basically given it in such a way that it was like a three-year project basic of like you know identify build them keep it to the hour or even if it was two hours a network exclusive you know, I I don't necessarily think the two hours was a killer, but I think two hours and putting it on TV exposed a lot of people because they had to, they couldn't rely as much on developmental stuff. They had to start putting out top quality talent there, and a lot of people I don't think got proper chances to work and progress. Um, but mm-hmm. I think if they were to have kept it there, and he was to have had a proper chance to you know get these guys ready, get these guys primed, and then. Would say, you know, around about now, we'll be looking at saying, yep, right, now it's ready for TV. You'd be looking at guys who'd be ready for mainstream TV. You'd be looking, as you said, at guys who, you know, as a product, that could put it up to the likes of your Raws and your SmackDowns. Mm-hmm. If you were to put it up against AEW with a talent roster that had been identified and had had time to grow, get their characters down, get a bit of a backstory to it.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it could
1: have been a bit, I won't say a threat to AEW because I, I don't buy into all that stuff, you know, but no, it, could, I, I it, would, will it fully... would have taken more viewership away from an AEW, it, it's which possible. is what like, its goal should I, have been.
0: I think AEW would have always been where it's at now anyway because yeah. of the fact that it genuinely is an, an, an alternative it's product. A it's alternative. it's not a it, yeah. It's not a like for like, you know, if you're yeah. looking at both shows and thinking, you know, these are the same, then maybe you're not really watching both shows. Yeah. You know, if you're looking at Raw and SmackDown and thinking they're the same show, you'd be fairly right. You know, they pretty much are. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think, like, look at NXT and how hot it was selling out Barclays Center, selling out every takeover show that it had. It's sad to see where it ended up before being rebranded.
1: It is. It's it's rough. Um I'm worried it's gonna go worse with uh with with fucking Pritchard in charge of it. Um Yeah. Like they have a couple that they they have a couple of people there that have a chance to be big and have a chance to be good stars for them. If you have to have the right people there to be able to build them and I just with how raw Smackdown I've gone, I don't see it being I I don't see it going well. I don't know. Only yeah. time will tell. We'll have to leave a play out to use that old cliche. <laughs> but, uh, that.
0: Gordo, tell me, what are you doing Saturday, February 19th other Friday than making Friday. some class jokes on the internet?
1: Oh, oh, don't tell me. Is it? Oh, are they? Is it happening? It oh, my. Oh, I'm going to have to get Freakyak and all the beam generators ready, aren't I? You are. It's, it's happening. Oh. oh, bring it. Bring it, bitch. We're going to Saudi Arabia. So apparently it's going to be the WrestleMania chamber. Oh. Oh, (laughs) baby. Oh, the Uh, greatest, the greatest elimination chamber.
0: So, yeah, Saturday, February 19th, apparently WWE are heading back to Saudi Arabia and they're going to have the elimination chamber in Saudi Arabia. And no one thought that that was a bad idea. It's wow. Uh, that's six journalists f- enter, only one can leave. <sighs> oh yowie wowie.
1: No. Like I said, these jokes write themselves. And the, the- Yeah. Oh I'm gonna have fun, I'm gonna have fun with this over the next five weeks. Five weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. I have five weeks of an elimination chamber and Saudi jokes to make. This is gonna be great.
0: Oh, and if that's on a Saturday night, that's going to be kicking off at like 6 p.m. Saturday evening for us.
1: Yep. Oh, that's going to be nice taste. T-
0: oh, we're going live at a post-show. I'm calling it now. Steve, sorry. Steve, Yeah. Oh,
1: post-show on Twitch. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fall guys in post-show. Um, <laughs> fall guys? Really? Do you want to
0: call uh, a Saudi Arabia post-show fall guys? Woo. He, oh. oh. oh, ah. oh, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> I
1: know a guy. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck. I'm I'm all I'm approving of Saturday pay-per-views. Oh, big time. With both Rumble and Chamber being Saturdays. I'm totally cool with this. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, I'll give the props to Nick Han. He obviously sees a a hole in the market first.
1: Yep. Yeah. Hey. He ain't wrong. Hey, he he might release half the roster, but he's brought back Saturday pay-per-views. That Nick guy is alright. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but is he getting sued Gordo is WWE getting sued by MLW
1: that's yeah good fucking look uh, no, I, w, MLW will get they're going to get bent over a fucking barrel for this I think so uh, yeah. I think there's a credible case for this
0: the now heck. obviously, you know, Jerry McDevitt will get sent in and it'll get delayed and continuous and all that sort of stuff. I think WW are going to end up signing a check.
1: If they do, I see it being a check to basically tell them here, lads, go fuck off. Um I seriously think it's I seriously think this is MLW trying to get money back after losing it during the pandemic.
0: They're they're justified in this suit, though. You know, say what you want about MLWs and their low contracts and their low pays and things they might do otherwise with their talent that might be, you know, questionable. Not from the speaking out point of view, obviously, but just, you know, taking advantage of talent and paying them poorly. You know, if they've got an agreement in place with a broadcaster, and then all of a sudden, Stephanie McMahon puts pressure on Fox executives to drop that contract... That's illegal. You cannot do that.
1: You, uh, yeah, but do you, do you realistically think that WWE would threaten to walk away from one of their biggest TV deals for a product that has been underperforming on the network? Do you think WWE would walk away from that deal knowing they're probably not going to get that big of a deal again over something like MLW? That's where I have but doubts. That-
0: well, I, I think it's widely widely accepted that this did happen. That you know, conversations between Stephanie and Fox executives did happen. Uh, now, she probably didn't have to go to the to the lengths of threatening to pull their deal, but I think she made it fairly sternly said that you know we wouldn't be happy if you allow this to happen. And as a result, the Fox executives as well. Eh, well, fair enough. We you know we we've got you. We're happy, so they can go fuck off. That's yeah. Uh, Was it corporate interference? There's I can't remember yeah. the term, but like, it's illegal. You can't do that. And you know if I, they, if they have proof that this happened, WWE are going to have to get the checkbook out, and I think they will.
1: I, as I said I I I won't be surprised to see them get the checkbook out to make it go away for the sake of not dealing with the hassle of it. But at the same time, I don't know. I just find it hard to believe it go to. I find it hard to believe that it goes to those lengths over MLW.
0: Well, I, I accept that MLW is a small fish in a very big G- G- pond
1: GCW, place. maybe. MLW, nah. But, like, um, it wouldn't be
0: the first time that uh, a McMahon family member has gone and tried to screw over another wrestling company. Uh, even in not too, not-too-distant past. Just look at the um, Madison Square Garden show that Ring of Honor New Japan put on the McMahon Helmsley cohort tried everything to get that pulled yeah so uh, like say that the you know that they didn't do anything I don't believe that for a second I completely believe that they did have conversations and they did do everything to get this pulled now whether they can prove it or not is is the big key
1: yeah and also it's all dependent on if MLW actually remembers to or actually wants to pay their lawyer because uh, <laughs> they're also known for not exactly being great at paying their talent or paying their talent well. Exactly. Um, yeah. So one, I, I don't know. I, I I just feel there's something carnyish about it. Uh, maybe maybe it's just a gut feeling that as soon as I read it, I thought carny. So that's why I'm just wanting to dismiss everything about it. Uh, I I don't doubt that they could have had the conversations. I just find it hard to believe they do it over MLW.
0: True, true, true. Uh, Ordo, do you
1: want to do, do you want to play a game? Oh, oh! What game? What game is it for, guys? Rocket no, League?
0: it's a new game that we just invented. You know, we invented wrestling podcasts, we invented end of year shows, and now we're inventing a segment called "Who said something stupid on Twitter this week." <clears throat>
1: right? Yeah, we need we need to get a short music for this. Um, yeah, fuck it, yeah, okay, I'm all in, I'm all in I, I approve I, I approve uh, of yeah.
0: this We invented it, don't believe anything you say here on the internet to, to state otherwise Sorry Craig um, Our good friend, our, well not even our good friend but the, the poor Louis Dangor uh, he's writing tweets that his
1: bank balance can't cash he's, be- he's becoming a young Ryan Satin, isn't he? He's tweeting and deleting I was going to say, is this does this tweet still exist on, on the internet at the moment?
0: It does not. It has been deleted. It, is, it
1: has been, okay, it's been sat. So
0: he's he's tweeted a uh, an excerpt from the Wrestling Observer newsletter where, uh, and I quote, Dan Gore says, absolutely disgusting comment from Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. And he quotes the newsletter and says, I guess they decided to book the chamber in Saudi Arabia because Auschwitz had COVID restrictions this month. End quote. He goes on to say another example of people not taking anti-semitism seriously again. (sighs) Read the room, dude. Read the room. (sighs) Clearly he did like people shit on Meltzer for many for a multitude of things. Some right, some wrong. This isn't one of them. This is not one where you think Dave has made an inappropriate joke about Auschwitz. No. In fact, quite the opposite. He's saying that having the Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia is akin to having an event at Auschwitz. And he's not wrong. Or
1: or call it, like, the Elimination Chamber, the Jamal Khashoggi Memorial Battle Royale or something. I don't know. And it's also
0: the fact that Dave is Jewish himself, so clearly he's very much acutely aware of the impact that Auschwitz had on Jewish
1: people. Yeah, he knows that the Holocaust happened. You know, he's... He's familiar with the plight of his own people.
0: Um, Like, Dango. Stop tweeting stupid shit. You know, if you don't want to be be considered to be a stupid kid, stop acting like a stupid kid. Stop acting
1: like a stupid kid. This is a case of him trying to be outraged for the sake of getting fucking internet points. Um, Yeah.
0: You see the shit Ryan Satin gets on Twitter?
1: Yeah, you're, in, you're going to end up like that. He's going to end up like that. He's going to end up becoming a fucking joke and people aren't going to take his stuff seriously. And he'll never actually get to the level of Ryan Satin. No. Which, look, whether you like Ryan Satin or not, the man has done all right for himself.
0: Yeah, you're, you're you know? about two steps shy of following your favorite porn star into a store and chickening out getting an autograph. You're about two yeah. steps shy of that.
1: Yep. Um, but on the flip oh, side, Louis.
0: you're about... On the plus side, though, you're maybe five steps shy of getting a contract with Fox, so maybe continue yeah, to going, do
1: this. Keep, keep going. You might get a contract with Fox to a point where everyone will just laugh at everything you fucking say. Ah, not, for, not for good reason. Um, no. You're almost as bad no, as the Dillian enthusiast. Yeah. That's, no, not, that's, just, that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. Um, yeah, that's just... <sighs> as I said, I, I see a lot of his tweets sometimes and I honestly just think that he's trying to get into that points. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think all he is Is at this point is trying to get into that points And trying to cling on to Trying to cling on to a bit of relevancy um, Yeah, look the, the fact that he deleted it He knows he's done something fucking stupid Maybe he should just think Before he tweets these things going forward You know
0: mm-hmm. So uh, moving on to actual wrestling Because there was a fuck ton of it this week
1: Yep, um, and good lord, it's going to be a long show. Poor Steve is going to have a hell of a <laughs> lot of editing to do. Okay, let's dive in quickly.
0: So we'll, we'll take AEW in its entirety. So last Friday night, we had Rampage to run through quickly. Poor Jake Atlas fucked up his knee and lost yeah. Adam Cole. Hook was sent and defeated Aaron Solo. Uh Reho and Ruby defeated Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter via a roll-up. God forbid. Uh. Um more trouble brewing between hater and the doctor and uh, no rules match. Kingston, Santana Ortiz defeated 2.0 and Daniel Garcia.
1: was a fun enough show. Uh, that's the only bit I've seen is that, and you know, the odd clip. Um, I thought I enjoyed it. Uh, anytime it I have, anytime I have problem, powerful, actually getting a chance to go out there and, you know, a match that doesn't have Jericho in it at the moment. I'm taking every last bit of it. Um, yeah, it was a fun show. Uh, look with with Rampage, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get fun matches, a little bit of story progression. It's going to be, you know, uh, I say said about NXT as well, but it's not an easily digestible show. It's a quick hitter, bang, done. As I said,
0: and you get a good five minutes of hook.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. There's always a hook, you know. There's always a hook, yeah. which is. Uh, and that
0: was before he went to the strip club with
1: Antonio Brown. Oh man, what a picture! What <laughs> a what, what a fucking legend! I feel like if we could I have done an entire says.
0: podcast on hook being in a strip club with Antonio Brown.
1: Yeah, yeah, could have got. Yeah, that could be a deep dive bonus. Show. We're doing a <laughs> bo- we're do- we're doing a bonus show. See, so we're gonna have to edit two podcasts this week. Um, Then on to Saturday night Battle of the belts interim TNT
0: championship Sammy Guevara defeated Dustin Rhodes Via Roll Up uh, The new TNT champion Uh, I'm going to christen him Slappy Guevara Because the fucking leg slaps On his GTH Cop the fuck on Yeah they're getting a bit
1: out of hand aren't they
0: so Battle of the Belts it was an obvious hard cam leg slap this week on Dynamite Gone we'll get to it in a moment he does a fucking ringside cam leg slap from about four yards away there's just no need for it no the move itself is what looks the fucking part now nothing will ever top Johnny Gargano and NXT doing a leg slap for a fucking chop but these are fucking bad
1: yeah, it doesn't no need for it. Um, as you said, the move looks impactful enough. It's a hell of a spinner. F- doesn't need the slap. Doesn't need the sound to go with. You know, everyone knows what it's going to feel like getting a fucking knee to the head. Big time, big time. You know, um,
0: um, now, the one thing I will say, huge credit to Dustin Rhodes, and God knows I'm not his biggest fan. He's been blocked on Twitter. Uh, he hit a Destroyer on the outside... And Sammy threw a table on the floor. Yes. And as crazy as that sound, it looked fucking impressive because it was one of those rare occasions where a destroyer looks like a good move and not a very forced and faked move. And also it was hit 100% perfect through the table where it was safe. And it just looked crisp.
1: Yeah, it was one of the rare... Under rare circumstances where it actually looked like it done damage to someone as opposed to just be something to get to the next move. Um, It's a rarity to see that in a Destroyer nowadays. Uh, Panama Sunrise being the exception. Uh, But again, that has its moments of being transitionally. But it generally is used as kind of an impact move. But yeah, the normal Mm. Normal Destroyer has kind of died of death the last few years so it was nice to see one like that where it's it actually meant, Um and, yeah. yeah look you're, Dustin for his age it's insane him going out and doing what he's doing um,
0: you're crackling a bit there Gord if you just want to leave and come back and see if that helps Sound. not uh, in the meantime uh, also on Battle of the Belts you had FTW Championship Ricky Starks defeated Matt Sadell with the Rochambeau fun match nothing more to say really and in the main event was Dr. Britt Baker DMD defeated Riho via Lockjaw. Again, good match. Probably one or two finishers too many, but uh,
1: I had fun watching it.
0: Um, did you get to see any of Battle of the Bellscorro?
1: I've s- again seen bits and pieces. Um, I'm going through a slight criticism, not of Britt herself, but of her booking. Okay. Is it just me, or is it starting to feel that every match that she has seems to be starting to feel a bit overbooked? That there is always the interference. There's always there's always something to it. Nothing can be simple in how they're booking her at the moment. For everything else, like, you know, one or the other is girls are interfering. I, I I get that she's supposed to be that, bit Weasley and stuff. But considering how much the fans are wanting to cheer her maybe it does no harm to have her just have a couple of simple she goes out and she beats somebody Just to reaffirm a while the fact as well. That
0: she is the maddest bitch on the block.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. As only a slight thing and it's not a dig at her it's not a dig at her wrestling which again I still think obviously she you know she's come a long way and still has ways to go but I think her matches have been fun but yeah. I just think that they could do it kind of tone and stuff back a bit because at times it feels a bit it feels a bit like what I'd expect to see on Raw sometimes. And I don't want AEW to feel like Raw.
0: Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't disagree with anything you've said there, to be fair. Uh, I can see why they're doing what they're doing. Um, but the fact that um, she is using the fact that she is a, a manager and Rebel and a commandant and a confidant in yeah uh, the beautiful Jamie Hader, It makes sense what she's doing. But again, if they do that every single time... It only diminishes the perception that baker is a dominant champion
1: yeah and it also like if if you do it every time
0: it loses its impact and it loses any, any bit of
1: impact and any bit of meaning so you know when yeah. you know if they hadn't have done it against Riho, but then she was facing with say ruby soho in a month's time and they end up having to interfere it's like oh,
0: oh yeah oh,
1: shit you know make it makes it makes whoever she's against feel like a bigger deal yeah. if they if they be. do it less often whereas if they're having to interfere against with say Red Velvet then you're okay. like come on lads it's fucking Red Velvet you know um, and obviously you know we have the potential for the likes of Ember Moon well the artist formerly known as Ember Moon to come in or anyone else that could potentially come into this company down the line you know you'll you'll be expecting for them to be feel like a big deal so that's when you're probably going to see interference and mm. people getting screwed over I don't need to see it every time she has a match so again it's only something small it's not a dig at her it's just a case of it's something I'd like to see them tone down for show, for show, for sure,
0: for sure. Uh, yeah. so Dynamite then it um, I kind of keep on Brit Baker while we're talking about her uh, Adam Cole comes to the ring with Red Dragon and yep. effectively the Elite come out or not the Elite but the Young Bucks come out and you see a bit of a civil war happening there where Red Dragon claimed to be there for the titles, and the Young Bucks claimed that they're hunting for their titles back again. And Cole is trying to keep the the peace between them, saying, you know, this is great, some healthy competition between us. That's what makes us so great as being the super faction. And then Best Friends come out and attack, and while that's all happening, Chris Statlander comes out and faces up with Adam Cole, which draws out Britt Baker. So first time we've seen it now in canon that... Britt and Adam Cole are for cereal.
1: I, I, I think I think they like each other.
0: I think they might. I think they
1: might Whoa. be you
0: know doing the doing doing the sex. I think, oh, like <laughs> kissing and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a
1: nerd! Yeah. God um, damn it, Landon. Landon. Landon Cutler. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. I. It was fun. I, I, I
0: like the, you know, when Cole set up for the young bucks to kiss, you know, on the camera that she shoved him off and took the kiss. That like, nah, it, was nah, fun.
1: Nah. it was fun. It, it was simple. Harmless. It progressed stuff because now you have the female foil that, you know, Statlander can't just come in and always get in the middle of everything because there's the risk of Brick coming in and laying her out. It's simple. Yeah. She's the obvious choice to put in there. It works. Do we see... Exactly. I ah, know they won't. I was gonna say they won't go with this for uh, blood and guts, but
0: would uh, trust one. They might. You know, you could have the the best friends versus the super elite. Click Dragon Red something. Yep. You know it, it's possible. And have Statlander
1: at um, uh, the same pay per view or show whenever they want to do it. Have Statlander versus for the title again. I know they've already done it, but it looks like the story could go that way now
0: yeah um it's possible
1: um yeah Again, it was it was but, a fun open either way regardless of where to go with it it was a fun open it was good that they acknowledged on tv the brit adam cole stuff um and i liked that they were teasing the whole thing of you know elite red ra- or the book, uh, red dragon kind of stuff it was you know do we see the five-man, six-man that we were talking about only a couple of weeks back out of the middle of the two tag teams? Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah.
0: Fun. Well, you, um, you were talking about Wardlow earlier on. He had a... I thought it was a very good match with CM Punk. Uh, we had the Bret Harzel Bret Harzl? Bret Hart Harzel. and Diesel throwback to Diesel powerbombing Bret Hart into an oblivion only for Bret Hart to get the roll-up victory. So simple Simple stuff. And what what I liked about this was we were shown on TV that Punk is fallible. Yeah. That Wardle had him bet, but MJF wanted more and more and more to the point of where even Wardle was getting pissed off at having to powerbomb Punk. Uh,
1: He He powerbombed him through a fucking table on the outside. He knew he had him beaten.
0: Yeah, and obviously Wardlow would have known then that he would have been the first person to beat Punk on yep. AEW.
1: And he would he have would moved have... to 19 and 0, probably moved up to number one contendership nearly, or at least be like the next in line for number one contendership nearly.
0: So, like, it, it, someone was asking possibly, did MGF do this intentionally because he didn't want Wardlow to get the first win on Punk? Oh, it's a weird way of looking at it now. The obvious way of looking at it is just an MJF wanted punk to to be literally broken into 10,000 pieces.
1: Yeah. Um, possibly. I I I'd I'd lean to the he wanted punk to get fucked up, but hmm. interesting way to look at it though.
0: It, it is, is a very I mean, interesting way of looking at it. it. It wasn't the best roll up because the shoulder was very easily liftable off the, the canvas. Yeah. But again, I, I I'll give I'll give it a pass, a reluctant pass, just because that wasn't the storyline. The storyline was, did the Wardlow-MGF continued breakdown of communication? Yeah. You you had post-match where MGF started getting in his face, started poking him. Uh, Wardlow was clearly getting frustrated, grabbed his hand, and he was just about to do something, potentially, when the chairman, Sean Spears, came out and broke them up and dragged them all backstage.
1: Oh, Wardlow's going to obliterate Spears in a couple of weeks, and I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be nursing a fucking semi when it happens.
0: But Gordo, we're getting the match next week that we all wanted. CM Punk is finally getting the big one. He's getting the match that he's been craving for for so long.
1: He's getting Sean Spears. And I'm getting to skip 10 minutes of the show.
0: But are you not going to enjoy the fact that uh, Sean Spears is going to eat GTS? I'll skip to the finish. Or will he get put to sleep? Or will he get um, anaconda viced?
1: Uh, no, no, and no. Oh. Punk, wins with, punk wins with the salt of the earth. <laughs> I'm okay with that. It feels like something he'd do. Please. Um I'm I, okay with
0: that. that. Again, it's just. It, it's similar, unfortunately, to, to Jericho's storyline where you know you had the labourers of Jericho. It's it's a piggybacked version of that where you're doing the um, the labors of MJF almost, where Punk has to go through fucking everybody just to get a match with MJF. But yeah, that's not the storyline here. CM Punk is almost a byproduct of this storyline. This storyline is 100 going to culminate with Wardlow fucking off MJF.
1: Yeah, and if if you feel like the one that people are more interested in at this point. Yeah, people, and I people are want people are right. wanting to get behind. Yeah, people are wanting to get behind Wardlow at this stage. Uh, I think I I I nearly think they've left him there too long, but Possibly. not not necessarily, not necessarily too long. But it's it's time, you know. Yeah, uh, it's it's it. You could argue he could have been he could have been gone sooner, but it's it's time now for him to go do his thing. Um, He's been racking up the wins. He's looked fantastic. The crowd are starting to get behind him. I felt at times during this match. I I felt very similar to when I was watching the build of Batista before and during his kind of Rumble win on his run to Mania that time. That uh, the the that the good one, the one against Triple H when he was. Uh, so <laughs> doing against Triple H, naught, he's like,
0: yeah, way it,
1: back when. It, yeah, it it felt that way to me again. You're seeing, you're starting to see that build of the next big powerhouse guy in there. Um
0: it's not even the next big powerhouse guy. It's arguably the first.
1: Yeah, because the only other ones you have are Miro and Archer.
0: Well that's it. Like you obviously you've Miro, you've Archer, you had yeah. the late Brody Lee. All you know big guys. But I don't know if I class any of them as powerhouses.
1: No, they've got that you bit know, of put- extra like, athleticism where Wardlow is just I'm gonna fuck you up.
0: Well that's it, like Wardlow fits into the to the Brock Lesnar category.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, he's he's a, a physical specimen where you just know he's capable of breaking anybody in half. Yeah. He's a specimen, whereas,
1: he's a brute, whereas the others had that bit more guile about kind of Well, not even
0: guile Slayer, guile, I should say. They're probably more relatable to normal people, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah, thought, like, yeah, yeah. You know, you look at them and you might not think immediately, oh, they're, they're a wrestler or they're a professional fighter. You know, Lance Archer came back on this show, for example, and he came back and put a whooping on Hangman. But, you know, Lance Archer, he, you know, if you pass him on the street, you don't know if he's a biker gang or if he's in something else. But you look at Wardlaw and you think, that dude is a professional fighter.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes back to what I said earlier, larger than life. The, 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 uh, the breaker, <laughs> the, yeah. the breaker argument. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah, I can only it's similar imagine. Similar to Lesnar.
0: Especially in today's climate with NXT 2.0, WWE would cream their pants to have someone like Wardlow.
1: Oh, they are going after him hard when his contract is up.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I hope for his sake that he takes them both to the cleaners. Oh, fuck yeah. And, and personally, I hope he never goes to the Fed because they're going to fuck him up.
1: Oh, they'll mess it up. But at the same time, uh. <laughs> Being fucking selfish I do want to see him Versus Breaker in a time Whatever company it's in I want to see him Versus Breaker At some point in the future and
0: the, the, the door is open Gordo We'll just see it now Anytime
1: Yeah In An impact <laughs> <laughs> uh, But you're not yeah. here
0: The uh, Wrestlemania men event Is going to be Roman Reigns Versus Moose
1: Oh yeah Yeah after uh, yeah, Moose is going to be In the Rumble Sure yeah
0: How surprised Fuck Would you off. fucking be <laughs> Um, so what else happened on Dynamite? Um, Dante Martin defeated Powerhouse Hobbs. One Good to
1: see Lethal actually get back on Impact. Or get back on Impact. Hear me get back on Dynamite. Uh, I see someone you know called the cops because he was missing. Oh, we're not getting I into don't that. Know how real that is, but you know, it's not. It's not real. Point. He was. It's not real. I'm assuming he didn't watch it. He was using a. Ah, uh, okay. He was using a uh, basically the Microsoft Sam the fake voice software. Very good.
0: Yeah. I just I just saw the tweet of it and I thought, like, uh
1: um, you know again, I would not be surprised to see people do it cuz that's how weird wrestling exactly. Twitter is. And that's exactly. the sad thing that people think that that like yeah. that it could be that way. Um cuz yeah people have done some weird shit. Uh
0: Serena Deeb killed Karashida.
1: Oh Jesus did she? I found it funny though how quick the ref stopped that but they did not stop the where Punk Wardlow match with Punk getting like, you know, Powerbombed with more concussions than fuck Reggie Ray got in <laughs> Not Another Teen Movie. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that's, that's understandable, to be fair. Uh, apparently, Sheeta's going off, uh, possibly touring, doing some acting. I'm not too sure I heard something to that effect. Okay. So this was the way of writing her off TV. Perfectly fine, because it's...
1: Steve it looked it's, like it's something a fucking for, killer.
0: Exactly. You know, it looks, makes Steve look good. And when Sheeta does come back, there's something for her to come straight back into if she wants it. So that yep. story is, is TBD. Yeah. Um, Penta defeated Matt Hardy. Uh, but that wasn't really the story of the match. After the match, Penta calls out Malachi Black Um yeah. Black arrives in only Black fashion can. So he likes to go out, likes to come back on. There he is. Varsity Blondes rush the ring and start attacking Malachi Black uh, before the lights go out again. But this time, it's a debuting Brody King. Uh,
1: arrives and he clears house, Gordo. I'm totally okay with this. Um, uh, the guess. surprising
0: factor possibly was the fact that the crowd were chanting his name before he even arrived and they were happy that he was there.
1: People people knew what they were building towards. People were there for it. Um,
0: now yeah, imagine I, Brody King debuted in the Royal Rumble. Would he uh, get the same reaction?
1: Like, who the fuck is this guy? Exactly. That fucking Typhoon looks different. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I... I'm not going to lie. I've seen... I've seen chunks of him. I haven't seen as as much as a lot of people would have. Uh, I've seen enough. I think he's very good. I think he's going to be a good get for them. I think he's going to add something to the House of Black stuff. Um, I think the segments, you know, it's going to add a bit something more to the segments than the matches. It means that you don't have to have Black going off and team with guys who are kind of outside of his group necessarily. Um, Yeah, totally cool with it. Yeah, I approve. Um,
0: It's It's interesting to see what they do because it it also takes the it takes Malachi Black out of this kind of weird limbo situation he's been in where. He's a single star, but he hasn't been challenging for any titles or anything like that. Now that him and King are there, they can go as a tag team and have tag team matches and potentially go after those belts and keep Black out of the title pictures for a while until something brews up for him. Yeah. So that's that's a, definitely a good thing for him and potentially the the potential of expanding that faction, the House of Black, to take in more people. Potentially, Athena has been a muted be- as potentially joining him.
1: Yep, I'd be totally okay with that. I think it'd be an interesting... Because, again, it's another situation where talking is not her strong point.
0: And uh, for the people at home, Gordo, who is Athena?
1: One, one of the greatest women's wrestlers out there. The one and only... Formerly known as... Formerly known as Ember Moon. Yas, queen. I will be over the moon when she joins them. Will um, you be on sabbatical, though? Uh, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, so my, she's what, free, what I think...
0: Is it February 2nd, I think,
1: is the uh, date? It's either 2nd it's either or 6th. I don't have 6th in my head. Is that when either way, 1 is up? The 1st or 2nd. The, the yeah, the first week or two of February is when most of these people are, so are three, free.
0: Three or four weeks' time. Yeah. Could be very, very, very interesting. Yep. Uh, there's, there's also of, a lot of people free around that time. The Lee's, the, the Killer Crosses. So Me me again. Yeah, and Revolution is on, I want to say the 26th of February. You know, StatSox is going to jump in now any second. Uh, Oh, no, he. WWE
1: Revolution. No, no, they push it back. It's the first weekend of March. No. Why would you do that? 6th of March. 6th of March, yes. Because, yeah, I remember seeing it was a Sunday.
0: That's a fucking Sunday. Fuck you, AW. WWE
1: for life. It's the this, this yeah, Saturday pay per views is what makes makes fit Switch for me AW- WWE.
0: I'm a whore for a Saturday pay per
1: view. I am. I, I I love me i love me an a uh, Saturday pay per view. I have to
0: I have to book off the seventh of March so. Yep. Because I am one hundred percent staying up for oh, the no! pay per view.
1: No, that's the weekend I'm over in London. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha you noob. i bring I'm bring my laptop. It's myself, Paddy, Nick and Murray. So uh Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll hook You're it
0: up the to to fucking t- riddled coming home from there. So yeah,
1: yeah, we'll 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 hook the laptop up to one of the TVs and one of the hotel rooms and buy a couple
0: of. Oh, geez, that'll be Nick's first weekend away post kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, who's I'm I'm so glad I'm not there because I don't have to look after him.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure Murray's going to be sharing the room with him, so he's on babysitting duty. Yeah,
0: but who's going to look after Murray? Uh I don't know Murray's
1: all responsible and stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's got a drink named after him that puts people in the hospital
1: yeah but it's it's, it's not it's not like he's having to like you know we're not, it's not like we're getting Jamie to look after him or anything <laughs> Jamie who falls asleep in a bush every time he drinks some of the aforementioned Murray drinks um,
0: see this spy, yeah. lads, you need to come over to Ireland for a session
1: now, we'll treat we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll you right we'll get you so fucked up to check in hospital um <laughs> Speaking of ending up in a hospital, point. I'd nearly rather end up in hospital than watch another fucking acclaim. Yeah, this was um, piss break. A non-event. I'd say piss break. I don't.
0: I don't understand what the purpose of it was is unless they're trying to heat up the acclaimed. But I don't Boy. see the the pull factor for them at the minute. No, I think I think they're 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 solid as a tag team. I th- I think that's a fair comment to make. I don't think they're anything spectacular, but I think they're
1: they're not bad. They're but again, they're, they're, they're solid, sh- but don't like Anthony Bones is a star. I like lo- I like Bones. Castor can go fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, he's a character, you know, first and foremost, as opposed to a wrestler. Whereas it, it's really the other way around for Bones. You know, he's a bit dry as a character, but his wrestling is fantastic. So I think as a yeah. duo, they, they do work well together, but I don't think they've kind of nailed in or honed in the the shtick yet. And the cheesy raps coming to the ring can be very hit or miss, usually miss. Yeah, the the time um, it's a miss. Uh, so they're probably heating them up to be a throwaway tag contenders. So I'm okay with that if that's what it ends up being because, you know, Every champion needs a contender and if you're going to be a relatively dominant champion, you're going to have to have some contenders that you can beat without really being affected too much. This is one of yeah.
1: them. Yeah, as well as we have a new champs. you're going to have to give Jurassic Express one or two title wins at some point, so it makes exactly. sense to have a team like this ready to be one of the first ones up to at least build that they have a, t- a defence or two.
0: Exactly. Uh, That's the, the logic I'm throwing at it. It could be completely wrong but AEW yeah, has yeah. a history of doing this. They've, they've kind of built up random people seemingly but obviously they claim to built up their wins and losses on, on dark and dark elevations so if, from a statistical point of view it makes sense that they're in this position and it's just a spot to fill for now until yeah. somebody else comes along obviously yeah, they're, exactly. they're not going to have them in this position leading up to the revolution pay-per-view that's when you're going to have someone like an FTO or, or a Red Dragon the Elite coming through to, exactly, to challenge yeah.
1: Yeah, no, this is a. They'll defend it some Wednesday night on Dynamite or some Friday on Rampage and some kind of thing. Mm. it'll be fine. It'll be a solid match. You know, not to write home about, but not to complain about kind of thing. Um, look, we'll see where it goes. Um, we'll see if we got it. Tell
0: me this and tell me, this, tell put me puts no more, Gordo. Me. Did you uh, see the pack promo?
1: I did, but he didn't see it.
0: But his vision has never been so clear, Gordo.
1: He's, he's Daredevil. <laughs>
0: What um, do is you devil. think he means? What do you think he means by this?
1: I, I don't quite know. I'm wondering. Yeah. I I I don't know where they're going with it. It's
0: it's weird. Exactly, and as Sean says uh, AEW tweeted out that Pack lost his sight. His sight got a four oh four. Ah. Because they misspelled the word sight. S-I-G-H-T is how you spell sight with reference to vision. Oh, admins do better.
1: Yeah. Bless him.
0: Um, But yeah, it was a tweening promo, I'd say. Yeah. You don't know his true intentions and possibly that's by design. Is he potentially going to end up siding with Black and maybe join the House of Black?
1: I can say, Does he see that? Does he see the truth that you know he, he'd had a few moments of siding with Cody and does he now see through Cody's you know mask essentially um, yeah it's yeah. it's going to be interesting, they could go a lot of ways with it um, well, Pac, to be fair, Pac is amazing, like let's be honest it's one of the best fucking lads they have in the company I can't wait to see where they go with it um, He
0: needs a clear healthy run yeah. And he will only do fantastic things. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, but the main event of Dynamite then was Sammy Guevara defending his interim TNT Championship versus uh, Daniel Garcia, which he wins with the slappy leg drop. I call it the GTH. Yeah, it was... I'm joining the old man brigade here, and I'm getting bored of Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Not, not that he's not a gifted and athletically talented young man, but if the biggest criticism thrown against the Young Bucks is that they don't know chemistry in a match, then what the fuck can you control at Sammy Guevara other than that? The the man is trying to be a walking highlight reel, but that's not what you want in a match, especially when you're main eventing uh, and you're wrestling for, I think, seven years and Daniel Garcia is wrestling in his third or fourth year and he's showing you up. He looked fantastic.
1: Garcia is—he
0: is. No, he. I, I absolutely despise his ring gear. Those red socks look fucking terrible. Yeah, but, uh, uh, I kind of a bit of slack for that. He, um, like, his intent, him. I want to see him and Zack Saber Junior in a match.
1: Yeah. Big weirdly, time. N- weirdly enough, for as good a match as he had here with Sammy, I would love to see Garcia Osprey.
0: Yeah.
1: because Garcia needs to, to he, go a bit.
0: Still a bit.
1: He, yeah. But there, there's moments in this match where, like, he done the, in other words, Sammy does the backflip leapfrog into the dropkick. Yeah. Garcia ends up catching him out of that into a backbreaker. Yep. And just seeing stuff like that and some of the timing stuff that he does, and it's not, it's not only something he's done in this match. I've seen it. They've done it a couple of times where he breaks up, like, known sequences for people which i always love seeing you look at like mm-hmm. when when cena used them for the five knuckle shuffle and you know punk done it once and i think ko'd on it once where he get like a kick in the head or somebody just turn around and just punch him up to the face as he bends down over them to do the, the taunt before the five knuckle shuffle yeah you know anything where like a known sequence gets broken up like that i just think there's so many opportunities in a garcia the likes of a Garcia-Osprey match for stuff like that because you saw snippets of it here but in this Garcia 100% showed up Sammy for me. Oh, um, I think I, I want the Garcia to win this.
0: I think a Garcia-Osprey match is actually very realistic within the next 12 months especially with Osprey potentially doing some is it GCW or MLW stuff over the next year?
1: He, he's, he said he's going to do some a couple more stateside stuff I can't remember with who he he's said he's wanting to do a bit more. Yeah. Plus um,
0: it's very possible that this could happen in New Japan Strong as well
1: Yeah but yeah, uh, I'd, I'd like to see him, But project yeah, see a star Sammy Most like his private life I wouldn't mind him going away for a little bit <laughs> Oh you're so toxic um, So toxic I, I, I don't need to see him all over my social media every time I log in so long after him going on about people's private lives being kept private I uh, and I also don't need him to be all over everything they're doing his programme at the moment. Um no, but he's all over take anti. Uh, can't blame him for that. But uh no. Oh it it just feels like every show they're doing at the moment he has to be the guy and it's it, it's overexposing the guy. Um, yeah,
0: it's not gonna do him any favours long run no. either.
1: No, exactly. Um as you said, he, he's got to highlight real stuff every match, but he, again could do it again. Uh, Nearly what I say about the the likes of your Biancas and stuff like that. Oh, you can have the highlight stuff, but you have to have some of the fundamentals there as well to be able to bring the the tall match together. And sometimes I think he gets too hot up in the spectacular that he forgets the basics and that, that kinda mm-hmm. hurts him a bit. Again, fun match. I would have had this I would have probably had this open. Definitely shouldn't have main evented anyway. No, I think I think I know. you 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 could have you could have had this open and maybe go with uh, maybe I if, if you wanted to make a big deal out of House of Black you could have had that main event it goes off the air with Brody King and uh, you could, Malachi uh,
0: but there's, no, there's, no, there's
1: nothing on this show to screen the main event to me that was the issue
0: the fact this was a championship match is why it made evented, and using that logic alone the championship should always main event I can't fault him for doing it I just wouldn't have booked this match
1: yeah th- 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 this felt like a rampage title match for me actually
0: yeah, this would have been That's a perfect match. It's a
1: page main event title match, not a dynamite main event title match. Yeah. Um, again, exactly. Look, fun, a, a, a solid show, will start to finish. Um, um,
0: but one of the big things that came out of it was potential for Jericho to turn heel.
1: Yes. He tells
0: Eddie to Gfy.
1: Yes, um, and he
0: wants Eddie to go finger himself.
1: Why? Why? Why does he want Eddie to go fillet himself?
0: I don't know. I don't uh, so we're going to see is. a LAX on a pole match. Uh, uh, custody of LAX, LAX on a pole.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I assume that's where it's going to end up, and you know Eddie and the boys are going to be together, and Jericho's going to be the old bastard man heel.
1: Free yogurt. Oh, deliver. <laughs> oh, marvelous man! Thank you.
0: you came up <laughs> with that far too quickly.
1: Yeah, he put thought into that. Um, surely it's a time to get get the lads away like you had Eddie hint well not hint flat out say during this you know you're here two years uh, you wonder why you guys haven't been tag champs yet and he kind of looks over at Chris you know it's you know hinted at the fact of the, the guys have been so busy and so caught up in inner circle stuff that they haven't been able to you know gain the recognition that they deserve as a tag team and the championship that they deserve as a tag team, which I've been saying for the last two years, these lads should be in your title picture. Um. So, yeah, I, I recommend are going with it. But I am totally cool with that because I want, I want the two lads to be able to get the tag run that I think is overdue. So Yeah, I,
0: I think most people would agree that Santana RTs, you know, are possibly the the best tag team in AEW to not hold the titles. It's it's um, hard to but think again, of anyone
1: else. Yeah.
0: I have no big problem with that either because you know It'll mean so, if it, it means it something when they do the story. Yeah. Yeah, it builds the story, you know, that that's fine. You know, if this was in WWE they probably would have thrown him a, a token championship brain and lost it the following week or something like that. Yeah. So you know, if it if it doesn't happen straight away, that's fine. You gotta you gotta accept these things.
1: Yep, just Um, make it happen. What do you think? Make it happen the right way, I should say. Sorry. I I got. Did uh, you
0: watch NXT this week?
1: I did. Tell us tales. I enjoyed NXT this week. Um, Started off (laughs) with Bron Breaker coming out. Um, Very simple promo. Talking about how he was going to be, you know, he tanks Ciampa. Ciampa was one hell of a champ. Uh he mentioned the fact that I went out after the match and that you know, showed respect to his father and stuff like that, but said that if anyone wanted to step up that basically he was going to be a champ for a long time. You know the usual generic, but it was it was solid. Uh it, again, as with anything we say about Braun Breaker I always advocate of how long or how short a time he's been in the industry. Um I yeah, it, it was He still has a ways to go on the mic sometimes, but he's got the intensity there that makes A lot of it. Uh, Solid opener, but as he goes to walk to the back, uh, the Legado del Fantasma music hits. Ooh. Because, obviously, Santos had to make his entrance for the opening match, but uh, he opens up his jacket and kind of gestures around his waist and looks down at the belt. A bit of a kind of a stare back and forth. That's a match I'd love to see. Um. We saw with the Santos and Cross stuff, Santos probably crosses matches uh, because he just bumps for, like he has no problem bumping for a big guy and he makes them look like a million bucks. Whether he wins or loses, he just, he makes them. So uh, yeah, that could be an interesting match to see. Um, the match we did get to see is the uh, Electro Lopez on a pole match. Oh, mama. Um, Santi, Santi Escobar against Zion Quinn. Uh, winner leaves with Elektra Lopez. F- solid match, uh, f- fun match. They Z- Zion could do it tightening up some of his punches, especially his gut punches. He mm-hmm. they uh, a lot of them look like they weren't uh, let's just say glancing blows. Okay. Uh, to call him a glancing blow is generous with a lot of the gut punches he was throwing. But a lot of the other stuff he does is very good. Um, again, he's again. look, it's NXT. It's it's getting back to stars like your Santoses. But there's going to be a lot of guys there who need a bit of work. A lot of what Quinn does is very good. Uh, the match came with... They're fighting on the outside. It kind of looks like is side with Zion. He turns his back and she kicks him right in the ball sack. Um, She's coming flush. She's coming good. Uh, next thing, the now wilder mendoza roll him in the ring phantom driver one two three and la familia that is legado all leave with big happy heads on them so very fun solid match uh second match in was grimes uh, against a i won't call him a jobber because he actually had a really good showing here a guy called damon kemp um grimes won with the cave in But during the whole thing, there was, uh, well, there's two stories that come out of this, really. One was that Grimes was talking about how he wants to be a bit more serious this year, and he wants to go after gold, which uh, he came out later on, or later on the night, he was seen backstage uh, resting on Carmelo Hayes' car uh, when Carmelo was going to leave the arena, and he said that he was coming for the title. (laughs) uh so that's possible we could see a carmelo versus grimes which could be fun but also during this match uh malcolm bivens was out on the ramp watching uh because your man camp has kind of a bit of an amateur kind of look to him Good kind of fit the diamond mine aesthetic so it'd be interesting we might see a new recruit to the diamond mine but your man can looked look very good in this and uh yeah grimes you know what you get he's always going to be solid uh Next week, uh, they had the announcement that next week is the start of the Dusty Cup. So okay. uh, this week we had a tag team qualifying match for the men's side. seems to be the only qualifying match in general. But yeah. we have the team of Idris Anafi and Malik Blade, two really athletic and really fun lads to watch. Uh, really like the two of these. Uh, facing the team of Joe Gacy and Harland because they they wanted to earn their way in. Uh, and thank the tournament committee for giving him the opportunity. However, they lost by DQ. Uh, Harland basically snapped and kept attacking Blade in the corner after a five count. Okay. So, uh, yeah, look, it was solid. an uh, off and Blade go into the tournament. They could have some really fun matches. As I said, the two of them are, are very good and very athletic. So uh, that could be a lot of fun. Speaking and of I'm fun... S- we're going to go the opposite direction. We're going to get a bit serious for a minute, and I have a question for you. Did oh you know that there's? Did you know that there are 16 ways to use a crow, uh, crowbar?
0: Uh, I did not because I'm not part of the mafia.
1: Yeah, apparently there's 16 ways to use a crowbar. Tony D'Angelo said he was only going to need three. Yeah, he, uh, he needed. He, he he could have probably tried using more than three because uh, he lost to Pete Dunn in a crowbar on a pole match really fun match uh, two of them were in a lot of stuff in they tore lumps out of each other here uh, very very fun match uh, again though done just makes everybody look good as well um, he yeah he, he, he sold a lot for Tony here two of them done a lot for each other there was a nice little kind of a swing and neck breaker counter from Tony with using the crowbar at one point near the end as well which I thought was really really nice uh, yeah, very fun match and uh, we're getting back to the days of Vince Russo booking. We're throwing everything up on a pole. You know, it's uh, it's all good. Electro um, so Lopez was on a pole. Electro Lopez is on a pole. There was a crow on a pole. We're going to have Santana and Ortiz on a pole. Everyone's on a pole. Uh, we saw the in-ring debut of a new character in the women's division as well uh, in a six-woman tag match. So we had the team of Casey Catanzaro, Kate and Carter, and Amari Miller. Again, okay. fun, all fun, athletic, very, very good. Uh, they had some very good spots to it them as well. But they were up against the team of Indy Hartwell, Persia Parata, mm-hmm. and Wendy Chu, who has been seen backstage falling asleep everywhere, uh, and napping in random places over the last couple it's of weeks.
0: Not the woman that was in the, the Chinese Mafia.
1: yeah. yeah so she's gone very very different she's woken up now all she needed was a nap but uh okay she this character is amazing i i have to say this was so she comes out to the ring a giant pillow and like a coffee cup she's laying on the apron holding the tag rope for the first couple of minutes of the match with it resting her head on the pillow um, at one point the commentators were asking was she asleep because they thought she was asleep over in the corner. Um, when she gets into the, when she gets tagged into the match, she kind of does a giant yawn and a stretch, which makes her duck underneath a running clothesline. So it's essentially like no mm-hmm. Trish Stratus old Matrix thing. She does that, except she doesn't like drop down onto her hands. She literally just stretches and ducks under because she's like a bit a foot shorter than most of them. <laughs> um, she had a really good flurry for around about a minute of just like throwing people around the place, drop kicks, clotheslines, the whole lot. Really good flurry. Uh, her team end up getting the win after Persia hit their tag team finish. Uh, Get just a, a, a solid fun match. Uh, I say a lot at NXT, the matches are just easily digestible. You sit down, you watch them for your five, ten minutes, and it's just a fun, solid watch. Um, Solo Sokoa and Boa had a double count-out. They were fighting on the outside. They fought to the back. Uh, They'd done a fireball into the fifth solo. And then when they cut back, Boa was transformed into having the face paint and stuff like that. So that's going to keep going. It's fine. Uh, And their main event, AJ Styles against Grayson Waller. Uh, Yeah, very solid match. Uh, Obviously, they see big things in Waller. Otherwise, they wouldn't put him in there against AJ and with AJ to trouble back that earlier in the show he's you know he is phenomenal uh, everything he does in the ring is so perfect uh, very very good match between the two of them AJ gets the win through a phenomenal forearm they gave Waller a couple of kind of near falls a couple of kind of oh shit mighty moments uh, mm-hmm. after the match uh, Styles then brings out an old friend of his who uh, wanted to Catch up with Grayson Waller, and it was the return of L.A. Knight. Oh, yep. So uh, apparently, AJ basically said that you know NXT is in good hands with L.A. Knight there, or whatever, and kind of put him over in front of the crowd. So,
0: oh, well, they have known each other and Impact. I yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. Eli I think,
0: Drake and
1: um, yeah, they would have had a bit of a crossover. AJ. So uh,
0: interesting. I nice said yep. a nod there. So
1: yep. So it was a nice little touch. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good way of. I'm I'm all for NXT lads or main roster lads, you know, making appearances in NXT once it's done right. I thought this was one that was done right. Simple, got you know, it was quick. Had a good match. They got a bit of publicity for NXT on Raw when they had uh, when they had Waller attack AJ when he was facing Austin Theory. Um, so, a simple way of getting a bit of publicity for NXT. People tuned in. would have seen a very solid show start to finish, um, and then obviously as I said, we had to return night at the end who's you know the return of a, an experienced hand there who you know he's one of the oh, if it, it feels weird calling him a black and gold because he wasn't necessarily there that long but he is kind of still one of the old guard there that you know that they can kind of put up against some of the new up-and-coming guys so yeah really fun match start a uh, really fun show start to finish really enjoyed it um yeah good shit well good shit
0: Nice. Um, so we were watching Smackdown anyway last week when we were streaming live on Twitch. Oh yeah. Uh, what's,
1: what's that link, Gordo? What's that? What's our link? Uh, Switch.tv for us AWP uh, where Thank people you. will be able to find us hopefully this Saturday.
0: Uh, and if you were watching Smackdown last week instead of watching us on Twitch, you're a fucking moron because Smackdown was dirt and not that fancy store bought dirt either. No, that, that stuff really has, nutrients. has
1: nutrients. Yeah, this, this, uh, this, this has a madcap though.
0: Uh, so the highlights of Raw this week uh, Alpha Academy Defeated RK Bro Nah
1: Okay That's a weird one It felt like it came out of nowhere uh, Much like an RKO But look I'm happy for the two guys. I like The two of them And they've, they've been friends for a long time as well So that's kind of the human element to it as well So uh,
0: Almost murdered a fella
1: Yeah He um, killed a guy I, I what haven't happened? I haven't seen the women's number one triple threat Apparently Quite good Um I haven't seen it because I fell asleep watching Raw and uh, my Skybox, for some reason, did not record. Week, uh, I think it was on a BT Sport 2 instead of 1 or the other way around, so it didn't record it. Because uh, apparently the smart box isn't that fucking smart. So <laughs> I have to go set um, back up. What has happened? Uh, so Cruz,
0: have- Ziggler and Rue defeated Priest and Street Profits. Yeah. That Rollins beat a biggie by a stomp. Oh, Alexa Bliss went to therapy. Oh right, so they're curing her via therapy. Nice. Okay, yeah. that's that's yeah, she went to the therapy. She trashed theory.
1: she trashed the therapist. Um they're gonna to need to bring in Dr. Shelby for this, lads. The only thing's gonna fix it.
0: Um <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. I obviously impact had a pay per view. I watched most of it, uh, Hard to Kill. It was good. The six way knockouts Ultimate X match was very fun. Um, Texas People say a lot of good things about it. Yeah, Chessy Green, Lady Frost, Jordan Grace, Alicia, and Rosemary were also there. It was fun. Uh, Trey Miguel defeated Steve Macklin.
1: That match humped. Uh, I heard it was very good. Macklin. The snippets I've seen of Macklin a couple of times since the Impact. He has really fucking impressed me, and has made me think: Why did WWE not be able to do more with that guy? <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. He, hes i am not going to say he seems like a miss for them, but at the same time, you can't help but think they could have done more with everything you've seen him do since.
0: Mhm. Josh Ali or Jonathan Gresham defeated Chris Sabin for the ROH World Championship in Pure Rules. Mm-hmm. Now there's, yeah, there's two ROH World Championships floating around at the minute with um, the Bandito is the other one I think, or is it Roosh
1: Oh, wasn't it that one of them couldn't make it to the last pay-per-view or something. Yeah, yeah. So
0: they're technically both carrying champions. Um, that was a fun match. Josh Alexander defeated Jonah. Um, that was good. Uh, hardcore war Eddie Edwards, Rich Swan, Willie Mack, uh, Heath, and Rhino defeated the Good Brothers and Violent by Design, who's Eric Young, Joe Doring, and Diener. This is kind of like a war games match where two people start and then one team has the advantage coming through until everyone's in the ring. It was just fucking mental chaos shit. But uh, well worth watching. Impact World Championship, Moose defeated Matt Cardona and uh, W. Morrissey via Spear. Meh. I'm not a big Moose guy. I, I like him. But I don't think he's necessarily a great wrestler.
1: One good, the one good match he had was in the fucking Tivoli, and it was a match that turned Jordan, Jordan Devlin face.
0: Yeah, he did that weird dive off the the stage area. That was fucking class. Uh, but
1: um, that's the, the one good Moose match I can ever remember.
0: <laughs> I feel a bit harsh because he's he's getting great reviews and obviously he's doing good things. But uh, I don't know, it just never warmed him too much. Uh, but the main event was the Knockouts World Championship. Texas death match. Mickey James defeated Diana De uh by the Mick DT so Mickey James the Impacts knockout champion is going to carry the belt into Royal Rumble confirmed by Gordo
1: hopefully literally carry it down the aisle <laughs> um, I, I I, think it'd be I think it'd be nice for him to do it I think it'd be the right thing for him to do um, after how they treated her um, she might have grounds to be able to push for it we'll see we'll see how it goes only a couple of weeks till the rumble though so look mm-hmm. forward to that. Um going it home.
0: Run it off there best match worst match. Um
1: worst match is probably something from raw. Um Oh, I actually don't even know what would have put as worst as worst match. Um ugh, fuck. Worst 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 worst. Uh, I actually Possibly acclaimed Bear country That
0: wasn't, wasn't a bad
1: match though It wasn't a bad match uh, Yeah I didn't really I didn't really dislike Any matches this week I, I, um, I'd feel bad give, I'd feel bad giving it To the Omas match Because of squash But At the same time It's Omas And he's not ready Yeah fuck it Omas, Omas, a squash match Good stuff, wrestler of the week. Um, bleh. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna Good say Wardlow, Mickey James. Mickey's a shout. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say Wardlow.
0: I think for his breakout potential.
1: Yeah, and just kind of that hum, that, that that murmur from the crowd when himself and MJF were squaring up to each other. It was kind of a, okay, okay, people are people are kind of warming to this. People are people are going to get behind this big and kind of see the potential of what could come. Yeah, I think I'd have to go Wardlow on uh, Honourable Mention to Wendy Chu because that fucking gimmick is fantastic. <laughs> I've heard
0: mixed reviews, so I'm going to have to check that out.
1: I I I I laughed at it but it's 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 silly. It's silly but I like it. Gordo, give us some plugs, send us home. Yeah, so if people want to get us at the alleged wrestling podcast where normally we have a four man booth but for due to reasons this week we got no two man booth. Uh you can get us on all your favorite podcasting apps, so you'll get us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Wherever you're listening now, you're going to get us each and every week. Uh, also, the ratings have opened up on Spotify, so you can now leave a rating for us. So if you are listening on Spotify, if you could please leave us a, a nice little five-star review, it really helps us when it comes to the likes of the search algorithms and stuff like that. And it just makes people think that we actually know what we're talking about, when in reality, we don't have a fucking clue. You can also get us over on wrestlingsoup.com along with the Wrestling Soup guys themselves and a load of other podcasts please make sure to go over there and check out the Soup guys also subscribe to the Patreon I'm really looking forward to hearing back last night's show especially in the aftermath of Sonny uh, getting locked up again Um, so I'm really looking forward to hearing back what they have to say on the matter Uh, also shout out to our friends at Canvas theory www.canvasteory.com Ooh. leave him alone uh, if you use the promo code AWP you're going to get 10% off your entire order and it ships worldwide baby um, also check us out over on Twitter it's at the AWPod if you go on over there we're going to be sharing a lot of memes over the next couple of weeks because there's no show coming we got to see if we can get another DM from someone telling us to go fuck ourselves yeah um, so yeah, please check us out over on Twitter at the Pod, and you'll also find a link there for our Discord where you can come join in the fun when we're recording the podcast each and every week so you can get the full experience and join in the chat lads we have here. It's always a lot of fun. Um, also, we've mentioned it a couple of times throughout the show but we do also have a Twitch channel where we play a couple of different games now at this stage. Um, bit of Fall Guys, bit of Rocket League. you never, you never know what we're going to play next you catch us over there it's twitch.tv forward slash the AWP and uh, also in the last week uh, I've refound really found the itch to play Pokemon Yellow because good friend of the show Deliverance uh, was playing Pokemon Yellow on uh, last week I believe he started it and was watching him again earlier this week it's twitch.tv forward slash Deliverance 77 but uh, yeah he's been playing a lot of different games over but uh, him, he started playing Pokemon Yellow to a point where I had to go acquire totally legal Game Boy so that I can uh, watch it back uh, I know Fitz you were in there the other day with some of the Pokemon names related to wrestlers um, <laughs> there was some there was some beauties came out uh, Duke the Dumpster Drowsy is, a, is, is one of the better ones uh, yeah it was a lot of fun so yeah please go check out ourselves the AWP and Deliverance 77
0: over on Twitch nice nice um, Steve, what, what's that sound? <gasps>
1: uh oh, Tugger's whistle! You know what that means. Tugger's whistle's blowing, means we must be going. No more rustle crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time, because there's plenty of more of fighting left to, to do.
0: Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody.